Hey everybody, this is Eric Frankhaus with EFP episode 30, and today I want to talk about learning to GM. I know in the past I've spoke about all the different aspects of playing and tips and tricks and stuff for GMing, but I've never actually spoke about how I got in, how you can get in yourself, and learning to do so. So with Monty Cook Games launching the new Kickstarter today, already hit goal, I wanted to talk about it. And I think this leads in well to the your very best game. What is that? So let's dive into the topics on episode 30 of EFP. Learning the GM. I got a few topics for this. Let's just quickly go over them before we get into the show. I want to talk about how I started, books to help you, videos to watch, systems to try, a little bumper action, and finding a group. So, how I got started, and this story is, I don't know, maybe it's regular for everybody. For me, I was a kid growing up. Um, I loved fantasy stuff. I mean, even in third grade, I was an artist and and drawing and building stuff. I still remember building the eye hanging down out of a doorway in third grade for Flight of the Navigator. Like I've always been creative at heart. And I think that's what drove me down the path of playing tabletop games and really being hyper-creative and being a GM. For me, it's about being able to do the things in life that we can't do. And in the modern time, it's about doing things that video games can't do for us. There's just only so many options when you hold a controller in your hand. To me, yeah, you can get a good story out of it, and it's a great visual, but there's nothing that beats rolling dice around a table, digital or physical, and playing a game. Now, I got started because my uncle owned a first edition books. Um, and like any good little thief, I took them from him. Now, it may not have been the best way to start. And, you know, we've talked about it now, but that's how I got my books and got started. My first edition, one of them was signed by Gygax. And I read through them and didn't get to play. And as I grew older, um, kept wanting to and the ideas of playing games and played some by myself and played little scenarios in my room. When I got older, my neighbor, Jeremy uh, West, he was a huge fan of gaming as well. And he had a group that played. I got invited to go along and I learned to be a player before I was a GM. But every time I sat at the table, I was only partially satisfied because I had stories to tell. And GMing when you were younger, especially, you know, in the, the late 80s, early 90s, was about a GM telling a story and you following along, connecting the dots. The interactiveness wasn't the same level back then. And maybe some people had that, but it wasn't my experience. Because of this, I really wanted a GM, and I offered to do so. And this is when I wrote my first adventure, which was me designing Dragon's Tears. Literally yesterday, in my basement, I found a folder with all of my old game designs for like a, a freeform magic for a space game. And I found the Dragon Tear in a blue folder with a cut-out, like, gem-shaped tear with a dragon's eye in it. I remember designing this because we were playing Dragonlance at the time, um, or I had a group that wanted to play Dragonlance at the time, and I really wanted to dive into doing something that wasn't the lances. I didn't like telling the stories that were already told. I wanted to tell the stories in between. And I'm still like that as a GM. So that's how I got started into it. 
I wanted to play, but GMing was what I do. And honestly, I'll say I GM 95 to 99% of the time now. Playing is still fun for me, but it's just to wet my chops to build better NPCs for my games. So how did you get started? Call into the show and, and let me know or talk to your friends about it. Maybe share some of those stories. Gen Con's right around the corner. So on my journey of beginning to be a GM, I started looking for books to read. And there's a few I remember, and one that I remember the cover, and I don't remember the book. I bought it at Media Play back in the day, and it was a system agnostic how to GM. I've been talking to a few other people in the industry, and some people more who gamed in my time frame trying to remember this book. And the ones that have come up are also ones that I've read, and, and those are the ones I'm going to put here in the books to help section. So... For example, a modern-day one is Never Unprepared. Fantastic book. Gentleman who worked for Gnome Stew. Awesome website that you can read articles on. They've had a lot of GM tips and tricks over the years. But this was how to prepare my sessions. And I really didn't pick this up until I think I wanted it at Iron GM one year. And I started reading over it, and it, it kind of gave me a new way to look at how people prepare. I prep my games very differently. We've talked about this on other shows, talked about it in videos. I do plot webs, and I do notes for myself. And the way I write things on a sheet and the way things are highlighted is how I spark things in my memory, along with some note cards, instead of having a large piece that I have to memorize. Memorizing things was never my forte, but hip shooting was. And that's what I learned, that everyone learns differently. And just like you learn... Um, just like you're taught how you learn in school, you have to figure that same process out for yourself for GMing and for playing. So Whenever I'm Prepared was a great modern day thing for it. But if you want to dive back into the earlier years and books that are still highly relevant right now, I would say Robin's Laws, a fantastic game. Um, it is a series of articles put together on tips and tricks and guides to GM a game. Again, System Agnostic. It was done by Steve Jackson Games. Older book. If you can find it, I'm pretty sure it's in PDF or print still through Amazon. Now, the one I remembered more than that was Game Mastering by, I believe it was Brian Sampson. All practical advice. You won't find bad ratings for this book. And it's old, but the ideas behind it are great. Now, these things are great guides for D&D, mechanical slash RP, where combat is involved, but story is still there. And I think that that is a fantastic way to start and to learn. But now that we're in a more modern age, I think gaming has changed, and third-party publishers and indie publishers have definitely shown us a new way to run our games. So look around and see if you can't find articles or some form of books for you to read a more modern style of playing. And I'll get into systems later, but there are things indie-wise that are very cinematic versus being mechanic. I think a great entry-level thing for that, and I've mentioned it in other episodes I've done of EFP, is sitting around the table and picking the game you want to play that's low mechanics to learn. So for me, Fiasco is a great way to teach people. Low dice count, all about almost like a TV show together. So look around for books. Find Game Mastering books. And if you have any you recommend, let me know. Let other people know about those. We have an upcoming book that Monty Cook Games is doing that I'm extremely excited about. They are this great publisher right now that is a AAA that publishes this sweet line between 
mechanical and heavy, your shadow runs and your really cinematic stuff like blades in the dark. The rules are simple. Um, and Monty Cook games have done that. They've made a simple game. They've taken the dice pressure off the GM and given you the idea of GM intrusions, quip or things to come back with when players do stuff instead of having to worry about rolling the players handle all of that on their side of the table. And you can focus on the story. And I would recommend looking into their new Kickstarter, your very best game ever. This is going to be an agnostic book. It just started. They've already funded, but more on that later. Just remember to read and learn. You can't learn by staying in a bubble. You can only learn to be a better GM by experiencing and books are a great way to do that. But if you don't like to read, let's go on to the next topic. Maybe this will help you even more. Videos. Videos you should watch. There are great YouTube, Twitch series videos, Patreon posts, great video and, and visual content to take in on how to GM. So let's start with a big one that a lot of you will probably know if you play D&D, which was Matt Mercer's DM Tips. He did a fantastic job of breaking down how he handles problems and situations, and it's a good guideline. And watching Critical Role is a good guideline. Yeah, not everyone can do voices, but you get to learn pacing. You get to learn other things. Later on, the DM Tips turned to Satine Phoenix. I'm a big fan of hers. She has done great work with Maze Arcana. And she did the second season. And what they would do is have guests come on the show for hers and talk about how they GM in different styles. Um, friends of mine, BJ Hensley, was on there for doing kids stuff. There's, there's been tons of people on that show through those seasons that really helped bring GMing into light for newer GMs. Because it, it can be a little unnerving for people who aren't used to being in the limelight but really want to tell a good story. So remember, you're with friends. And it's okay to make mistakes. Sometimes mistakes are the best part in a game. If you want something that is a little different than your Matt Mercer, I'd recommend Matt Coville. This gentleman works in the video game industry, Turtle Rock. He made Evolve, one of my favorite kaiju games, and he has a great series of videos online. He just finished a Kickstarter for a Stronghold book for 5e. If you want someone to kind of guide you through an old school meets new school way of GMing, he may be your guy. Coville has a ton of videos that you can watch Go look up his YouTube channel. Now, actual play is a great way to learn. You get to see a group of people sitting down, playing a game together, and GMing. And you can take notes, and you can rewind and listen to it over and over. And I recommend watching the video versions for your first times through, simply because you need to see how they interact with each other. And visual cues and what someone looks like is part of being a good GM. And these are things that you just gain and learn over the years. This isn't going to happen overnight. This isn't riding a bike where in three days you ride a bike. This is something that takes time, and it's a labor, a passion of love. So try looking into some of these podcasts. I mentioned Critical Role. Fantastic. Bunch of voice actors. If you want to have that fun voice acting style and you really want to do 5e, they're a great representation of that. If you want something more on the indie side of things, and you want a very cinematic approach with rules that are fun, and, and evolve the idea of risk and reward, I would say look into Blades in the Dark. They have two actual plays. First one was Blood Letters. That is the system was improving. And Last Word was their most recent one. Great series of Twitch videos and YouTube videos on how Blades in the Dark is played, which is a very cinematic Ocean's Eleven meets Dishonored. 
If you're looking for something that teaches you how to play indie games and narrative in a cinematic tone, go look those up. If you want videos on tips and tricks, I'm going to point back to some things that I've done in the past. You can look up mine, how I take RPG notes physically or digitally. But also, I had the pleasure of being on um, This Imaginary Life many times. And there's been great GMs on there throughout the episodes. It is older. You can find it on YouTube. And we answer questions from the audience that get sent in. I will warn, it's a little adult. We do swear. But Stacy Del Foro is on it with us. Uh, we've had John Stravelopoulos on it numerous times. There are some fantastic people here. And the host is one of the best. One of my favorites. I would love to go back to doing that show. So now we've talked about books and vids. Let's get into how you get started. Systems to try. Yeah, you, you've done your studying. You've done your homework. You've probably got a system in mind. But if you don't... Here's what I would look into. Pick an IP you love. The best thing to do is if you're a new gamer and there's an IP you are a big fan of, you love Conan, you love Stargate, those books exist. There are systems built around those. There is the brand new systems that have come out for Star Wars from Fantasy Flight Games, very narrative-driven, fun, and, and there are miniatures galore if you want miniatures to use. If you're looking for something like Star Trek, Modephius just re- did Star Trek in a brand new light. And there are web series around that as well. Sometimes maybe it's not an IP. Maybe you don't want Lord of the Rings. Maybe you don't want Dragon Age. But you want a setting instead. Fantasy, sci-fi, mechanics, RP. You're looking for something specific to whet your appetite as a GM. Look around. Do your research. There are tons of communities online that can help you with this. While people don't believe in G+, I will say that the communities are strong there for RPGs. If you look up the name of a game that you want to run, you're bound to find people there to help you out. If you want post-apocalypse, I'd recommend things like maybe Apocalypse World or Mutant Year Zero, which is a fantastic game. But let's get into mechanics or RP. There are mechanics that are crunchy, things that are detailed. And if your group is into those things, they like the crunch and munch, the in-between sessions of building their character up, I'd recommend things like Shadowrun. If you can get your hands on it, the old Rollmaster. Or maybe even the Palladium systems if you want power and crunch. If you want the other side, and you want to be RP-heavy, you want freedom and narrative-driven things, I would recommend a Cypher system, or maybe Blades in the Dark, or anything powered by the Apocalypse Engine. Dungeon World is another great example of this if you want a fantasy setting. And those last couple all kind of intermingle with one another. It's a great thing to hack, it's easy to do, and you can really enjoy the system once you sink your teeth into it. But it's bite-sized and easy to understand. If you want something in between, I'd recommend things like D&D, Dragon Age, or as they call it, the Age System from Green Ronin. These are the combination of being narrative, but mechanically sound strong in mechanics and they're kind of that middle ground for you to try things out with these things in your head and systems to try pick some up most of them are pdfs the only ones you won't find a pdf is wizards of the coast dungeons and dragons you have to buy the book but the price for fifth edition isn't that expensive and if you want a crunchier version than 5e i would recommend pathfinder they are the other giant in the industry right now and 2.0 beta releases at Gen Con. We're only a week away. 
bumper is a little different. I want to talk about something that I don't do often. I'm a fanboy for a minute. I love Monty Cook games. They have brought a style of gaming I've wanted at my table for a very long time. Something where the GM can focus on what they do. Run an amazing story. I grew up playing all the classics. D&D, Palladium, Rifts, Rollmaster. There was always something missing for me. And I think it was the amount of prep I had to do. Well, this amazing group, this team, is now bringing out a Kickstarter that is already funded called Your Best Game Ever. The system agnostic book, it is perfect for what I'm talking about today. And it's how to find your very best game, how to run your very best game. All of the tips and tricks new and old gamers can use. As an asset team manager for Monica Games, I am excited to see this come to life. I'm not getting paid. There's no money. There's no freebies. I'm not being handed anything for saying this. For me, it's about a community that has turned into something that has become the core of my current hobby. I'm excited to see what Shauna Germain and Monty Cook and the rest of the team bring to the table and the amazing list of people they brought on board to do so. But as a bonus, and as funded, they are redoing the Cypher system. This is a core book for how their games play. It's what I use for my home setting, for Athantia. And I love the idea of it getting updated after Discovery and Destiny into something that is what it deserves, a really polished version, an updated version. Well, I know people are a little weirded out by them going back to the well, so to speak, on a Kickstarter for this. It's not the same. You're finding a book that teaches the rest of our community how to find their way into what we love to do. Because explaining this hobby to people or getting them taught or helping them be better at what they do, play or GM, isn't always easy. So let's let some people who have a lot of experience help us do it. I'm excited for this Kickstarter. I've already backed, and I hope you do too. Your Best Game Ever by Monty Cook Games. Let's make this better than the game you had. So, how do you find a group after you've done all this work as a new GM? Well, I recommend playing some, uh, finding people you play well with, and then offering a GM for them. This is something that I've used time and time again, and eventually you'll have a pool or a stable of people that you can pull on, because not everybody always wants to play the same thing. I mean, a great example is some people love Star Wars and some people love Star Trek. They don't love each other. They don't love each other's IP. So why would you put people who love Star Wars in a Star Trek game? Have a stable. Set parameters. We're playing three sessions. We're playing six. These are ways to do it, but finding the group is the hard part. And I think... There's a few ways to do it. Everyone's got brick and mortar stores. Go there. There's always games being ran. Um, if not, maybe they know in the local store that it is. Maybe they'll ask you to and they have people who are interested in playing. Don't be afraid. Make some pre-gents. Sit down and play a one-shot. Play a couple of one-shots. Make sure that you all play well together before you make a permanent group. I know a lot of people have the dream of making a group that is yours and yours alone and you play every day and you have year-long campaigns but i can tell you that one shots help you find those people try local conventions if it's a small convention that's just in your hometown i'm not talking gen con but for me i'm talking things that are like midwinter fantasy or even game con which is getting larger you'll find local people the closer to your house the better 
you might be able to find people there who are looking for a group. Go play games and ask. Just ask, do you guys have a home group? Or do you have a place that you know of that does pickup games? It's a great way to find stuff. And if that's something you can't do, most of us have internet. This is a great other option. Places like Roll20 and Fantasy Grounds has, have boards, people posting, looking for players. Just submit and be honest. I'm new but love gaming. Or I'm a veteran but looking to do something new and maybe to GM for you guys in the future. Go in, arms open, ready to learn. I mean, this show, I always say, watch, listen, and learn. And I mean that. By watching other people and listening to what they do, you can learn from them and be better at what we love, our hobby. Now, there are G Plus communities. I know a lot of you, a lot of people, think GM uh, G Plus is dead. Well, I'm here to say it's not. I run Numenera West Marches and my G Plus community. And with the new books coming out, we just saw the huge boom. If that's something they're interested in, uh, you could contact me. But the communities I love are all over. All you have to do is search for a community and you will find it. Shadows of the Demon Lord, Numenera, Blades in the Dark. D&D, I mean, I could just list a game and you will find a community. Look into G+. You already have a Gmail, or at least most of us do. Maybe find a group that's right for you in a different way. If you're a video gamer, Discord is popular. Ask your Discord channel. Does anyone play tabletop games? You might be able to set something up, use a free account on Roll20 and play something. Or look for Discord channels that are about games. Same, if you have a game you love, look for that game and find players. Cypher Unlimited has built an amazing, amazing Discord channel with some of the best people I've seen that run one-shots all the time. A lot of the asset team managers for Money Cook Games are there. D&D 5e has the same. Or go nerd. Find stuff like Geek and Sundry. They have a Discord channel, and they're all playing games. That's what they're about. Project Alpha, same thing. So look into these niche audiences that really are larger than you think and look for gamers, because the best part is... You can play with anyone in the world if you're playing digitally. I will say digital too. There are a lot of YouTube videos you can look up for finding it. In the bumper, I talked about your very best game ever. There's a recent one that they did about finding a group on YouTube. Matt Colville has talked about this. Mercer has talked about this. And many other GMs. Look up. If you want to do this, find a group. Stores, local conventions, communities online, Discord. Your options are unlimited. Heck, hashtag looking for the game, hashtag tabletop. You might just get people who respond. And always do a one-shot in case you're not, you're not comfortable with what happened. You can walk away. Try a new group. Well, that's it for me today. I hope this helps you. I hope the idea of being a new GM or a new player isn't as scary. My goal here is always to make things easier for us in the community. I, I want more people. The more players, the better, the easier it is to find the group that's right for you. With the Kickstarter going on for Monty Cook Games, check out what they're doing. You might find people just through that. And if that system doesn't seem like it's for you, there are hundreds of others. Just look. Just like there's a ton of people who love Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones, you're going to find people who want to play the same kind of game you want to play. Go to the areas where they congregate, ask some questions, find a group. That's it for me today on EFP. I'm going to be doing more episodes this month than normal with Gen Con around the corner. It's going to be interviews, and I'm going to do more. I think I'm going to make this month 
the idea of how to be better at GMing and where to find groups, tips and tricks. Maybe I'll put out some daily content. I know, haven't done that in a while. That's it for me. This is Eric from EFP. Have a great day. And remember, watch, listen, learn. Now go roll some dice.